Imagine if you went from feeling fine every day to feeling amazing. How would your life be different? Everyone has the ability to feel amazing again and again. You just need the right tools to get there. If you're ready to feel amazing, stick around. Now, here's the host of the I'm Not Fine Show with functional nutrition coach, Lizzie Enns. Welcome back to another amazing episode and show that we're going to be having today. I'm so honored that I get to be here to speak with and for you guys and educate you and teach you and bring things to you that maybe you've heard on a different platform or maybe you've heard someone else talk about but didn't quite ring in for you. Maybe you didn't understand it. And sometimes you have to hear it multiple times. And sometimes you have to hear it from someone else that just explains things in a little bit different way. And that might be why you're here today, because I like to keep things simple. And I like to explain things in a way that are uh, understood in a way, because like a lot of times what I find is that professionals like to talk in professional terms when it comes to our health and how we go about doing things, um, what's going on with your body and using those terms. And that's fine if you are someone that learns in that way. But I like to simplify things and, and explain things in a way that really truly makes sense and invites you in to learn things on how to uh, tune in with your body. And one of the things that... Um, I'm very passionate about is to teach people how to command back their health. And that is part of today's topic, because today we're going to be talking about taking charge of your health. Let me talk a little bit more about that and what that actually means. This taking charge of your health refers to the concept of actively and responsibly managing one's own well-being and healthcare. And I feel like, and I know, I don't just feel, I know that this is a place where a lot of people feel lost. And it isn't always our fault. Why? Because we've been told and fed so many things over the years when it comes to how do we really take care of our health? How do we go about losing weight? Typically told we just need to eat less and move more, or we need to go on a specific diet in order to lose weight and be healthy. And it's this merry-go-round of struggles. And that makes you feel out of control. That makes you feel like you don't really understand anything of what you're supposed to be doing or what you should be doing for yourself. And taking charge and Commanding back your health is something that we all have the ability to do, but sometimes we need a little bit of help with that too. Because if we are trying to grab onto every new diet, every new supplement, every new promise that has been told to us, or maybe we heard an influencer talk about it, maybe we heard a doctor talk about it, and they promised very specific things with either a supplement or a diet or what you need to be doing, and yet you're feeling disappointed at the end of it, or maybe even in the beginning, maybe it's just not giving you what you were really looking for. And that is partially because there is no one size fits all. There is, a, our genes are different, our DNA is different, all of these, our makeup can be so different from one person to the next. So what works for me 
may not work for you. And that is why it is so, so important for us to really, really tune into what is it that our body is telling us. And that's almost like an art to learn. It's an art to learn how do we even listen to our body? How do we even know what signals our body is giving us? It's it's tuning into your intuition. I'll give you an example. And this is not something that just comes. I'll give you many, many stories today on what this can look like. But recently, um, I've been going through this journey of like really, really listening to what my intuition is telling me. And whether you believe in God or not, I do. And I know and I believe that my intuition is God speaking to me. And when I'm ignoring the intuition and what my body is telling me, what my intuition is telling me, I'm also ignoring what God is telling me. And so that's my way of tuning in and going, okay, what is what is really going on? What is he trying to tell me? Because this is what my body is feeling. This is what my intuition is telling me. Recently, I had this sort of like feeling that I needed to look into CoQ10, which is a type of supplement that is really, really helpful for the brain to help support the brain, boost the brain. Um, And there's many, many benefits to it. And I didn't know why. I didn't know why I was getting this like gut feeling that I needed to look into this and go, I should probably take some. So my a friend of mine does body analysis, scan analysis, where it actually shows you what you're deficient in. And I do, I run these scans for my clients as well. And she's absolutely amazing. It's been a game changer for myself and it's been a game changer for my clients. So I went back to a recent scan that she did and I looked at the scan and it showed on a scan that Kokitan I was actually low in, like lower than I needed to be, not extremely low, but lower than where I would want it to be. And it showed that it was, it was on the low end of things. And so to me, that was absolutely crazy because before I even looked at the scan to see what I actually am low in or where things are at and really tune into that, my body, my intuition was already telling me that there was something that I should probably look into and maybe supplement for a while. That is what it means when I'm talking about listening to your intuition, listening to your gut. But as I mentioned before, it's an art. Like when I think about this, there was no way, shape or form that I was anywhere near this even just a year ago. Definitely not two years ago or three years ago. I was able to listen to signals that my body was giving me, aches, pains, but like tuning into like what it actually needed, that's a whole different piece of it. And so listening to that is really, really important. But taking charge of your health is part of that. Taking charge of your health also means that you are making an executive decision every single day and you're saying, okay, what can I do for my health today? Now, sometimes that sounds taxing if I'm really honest with you. Like if you think about it, if you wake up every day and go, okay, what can I do today to take charge of my health? What steps do I need to take? That can sound really taxing because you're like, why do I have to think about it all the time? Well, let me uh, tell you something. 
you're not going to have to think about it all the time at some point. Let me paint a picture like this. Whenever you start a new habit, whenever you want to change things, you are implementing new habits into your day-to-day life, okay? You have to think about it because you have to reprogram how your mind thinks and you have to reprogram how you respond to certain things and you have to reprogram your habits. So you have to think about what you're doing every single day. It's kind of like learning how to drive a car. I mean, I remember when I started to drive a car, which I I was almost 20 by the time I got to learn how to drive a car because I rode around in a horse buggy before then. And, and that's a little bit different because with a horse and buggy, you have control, but you don't have 100% control because at some point in time, that horse may be like, I'm going for the ditch. Like, you can't do anything about it because they're scared of something. With a car, it's a little bit different. So the first time that I got into a car, I had to be told every single step that I needed to take. And then I had to think about every single step from the moment I got into that car. Okay, I have to put my foot, I have to start the car. Here's how I do that. I have to put my foot on the brake in order to either put it into drive or reverse, whatever it was. I have to turn to the left to go left, and I have to turn to the right to go right. I had to literally think about every single step. Well, that's also what happens when you want to reprogram how you do your daily habits when it comes to your health. Eventually, you get into that car, and you do not even think about what steps you're taking because it's automatic. Eventually, you get up in the morning, And because your daily habits are just part of your lifestyle now, you get up and you don't even think about it and you just go about your day with healthy daily habits because you've reprogrammed your thought process and your daily habits and how you do things. So you make executive decisions every single day. I had a conversation with a client this morning and she was she's about three weeks in and she got to this place where she was feeling a little bit frustrated. She was seeing results, but the excitement had worn off. And she, I could tell that she was getting a little bit quiet. I always know when people are getting quiet. And I checked in with her and she said that she was feeling a little mundane, a little frustrated, not because she wasn't seeing results, but because she was thinking about the big, the big, big goal that she had and that she wants to achieve. And so what happens is when she gets frustrated, she shuts down. And she's like, but I don't want to shut down. And so I had to stop her and pause right there. And I say, you just have your answer right there. You said, I know that this is what I do. When I get frustrated, or I get bored, or things aren't quite going the way that I want, I shut down, but I don't want to. And so her homework was, I already know that I don't want to be doing that, but she didn't know how not to do that. She didn't have any other steps. So her homework is going into why it is that she's doing that and then doing the opposite. So if you want to change your health and you want to change your habits, You want to change your lifestyle? You have to be prepared 
to change a lot of things that you're currently doing that are not working and saying, okay, this isn't working. My day-to-day habits are not working because it's not giving me what, what I want. I'm not sleeping well. I don't have energy. I, um, I'm, I'm moody. My periods are irregular. I'm bloated all the time. If those are the things that are going on, you have to have this come to Jesus moment and say, okay, what I'm doing is not working and I have to change it. That's the only way you have to change what you're doing because change doesn't, you don't see results unless you change what you're doing and how you're doing it. Once you get to that that point where you're like, okay, this is not working and I do need to make a change. Now you have to decide, you have to make a decision and say, okay, I know that this is not working. What do I have to change? And sometimes you need someone to help you. Just like this client that I have, she was stuck. She was stuck in this place of why do I do this? I don't understand why I do this. I don't like that I do this, but I don't know what to do about it. I don't know how to change it. And so we taught, walked through those very specific steps uh, that she needs to take in order to change that. The first step is recognition. Recognizing the fact that there is something that you don't like and then changing that. The, se- the second step is that you have to stay consistent with that. So if you're like, hey, I don't drink enough water every single day. I know that I'm probably dehydrated. I want to change that. Then you have to make a decision that you're going to drink more water every single day. But then after that decision and that action of that, you start doing it right after that. Once you're going, you have to be consistent with it. Because you can't do it one day, you can't do it one week and say, okay, I'm good now. No, if you want a habit to stick and if you want it to be part of your lifestyle, then you have to do it over and over and over and over and over again until it doesn't feel like anything other than this is just part of my life and it is serving my life and it is serving my health, just like driving a car. Eventually, your body, you'll actually wake up in the morning and you'll be like, I need water right now. Because your body's going to be like, I want water. And you're going to learn how to tune into that. That's what it means. That's what it looks like. Every single person has the option and the ability of saying, okay, I don't like where I'm at. I can change it. You have it in you. You just got to find it sometimes. And sometimes... You got to find a person that will walk you through it and help you through it for a period of time. It shouldn't be forever. Your goal should not be like, hey, I need a coach for the rest of my life. That shouldn't be your goal. Your goal should be finding someone that's going to help you, equip you, educate you to then be self-sufficient on your own. That is part of taking charge of your help. Okay, we got to go to our first break here, but when we come back, we're going to continue to talk about what are things that you can do in order to take charge of your health and be self-sufficient with your health so that you feel like you are in control. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. I'm Lizzie Enns 
on the I'm Not Fine show. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good, and that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central Time, 1 p.m. Mountain Time, and 12 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Okay, real quick, before we continue on talking about this, uh, taking charge of your health, which I'm really, really passionate about, because I feel like there's, well, I know that there are so many people that just feel so lost. And I want you to get to that place where you're like, I actually feel in control. And I understand how to help myself and how to help my body and not have to rely on doctors to tell me what's wrong and you can say hey I'm self-sufficient and I understand it doesn't mean that you don't ever need a doctor but it means that you are in control you are in charge that's where you want to be I want to remind you that if you are someone that you're you are in a place of just feeling lost and you don't feel like um you even know where to start it's okay to go I need help And sometimes that's the hardest part is getting to that place where you feel like you just can't do it on your own anymore and that you need help to help yourself get to that place to be self-sufficient. But if you are someone that keeps throwing darts at the wall and you're taking a whole bunch of supplements and you're trying all the new diets and all the exercises and stuff and you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm really frustrated. I'm not seeing results. I'm definitely not feeling better or sleeping better. One of my favorite things that I hear from my clients is the fact that they are sleeping way better than they had in the last 15 years, five years, 10 years. I literally had this conversation with a client yesterday and we're talking about sleep. And she told me that She hasn't slept this good in like five years at least, maybe even longer. But one of the things that she told me is that when I go to sleep, I actually go to sleep rather quickly, but she's like, I can tell 
that when I'm sleeping, I sleep so deeply, like it's actually restful sleep. And when she slightly wakes up during the night, like before, when she would wake up, she would wake up all the way and then not be able to go back to sleep. But she said now when she wakes, like even slightly wakes up during the night, she's able to just, you know, not even fully wake up. She slightly wakes up, but not fully. And then she's able to make herself like just uh, lay there and like automatically like go back to sleep. And I had to remind her, I'm like, listen, when you get enough sleep and you get restful sleep, this is when your body actually heals because this is where the body rests, digests and heals. And that is why sleep is so important. And whoever I'm working with, we're always working on sleep because I know that if you sleep well, it's a ripple effect of energy and mood into the next day. And it's a ripple effect of your body healing. So if there's one pointer that I can get you today that you have to get your sleep down, you have to have good sleep routines, good, good evening routines to get yourself ready to go into sleep. And then you want consistency. You want consistency of when you go to bed and you want consistency of when you get up, ideally without an alarm, but that's not everybody. Not everybody's able to do that because if you have a job where you have to get up at like 3 a.m. to get to your work, that just means you have to go to bed a lot earlier and make sleep a priority. One of the things that I see over and over and over is that evening routine is TV or phones before bed. And it's it's a person's way of saying, this is my me time and this is when I want to decompress. So I'm going to compromise my sleep because I want to watch my shows. And the question that I ask people that say, this is when the shows are on and this is when I want when I want to watch my shows and I get to just kind of tune out, watch the shows. The question that I ask myself or that I ask my clients, and I'm, I, I, I went through this myself early on when I had my child and I did not compromise my sleep. I was like, shows are not supposed to run my life. I get to choose how much sleep I want to have. And so sometimes that meant I went to bed at 7.30 p.m. when my kid went to bed because I needed to have sleep. So my question I have to my clients when I'm working with them is, are the shows that you're watching more important than your health? Choose to watch your shows on the weekends. Maybe you don't need to watch a show every single night. Maybe you watch less of the shows every single night so that you're not compromising your sleep. I remember early on in my postpartum journey, this was like five years ago, four four years ago, because my son's almost five. Um, I, I know how powerful and how important sleep is. And for a lot of parents, their their whole thing is get the kids to bed at night and then it's their time to do whatever they want to do, watch TV, have a drink, eat some snacks, whatever they want to do, and then go to bed. But what actually is happening is there are a lot of parents that are compromising their sleep for their alone time. 
And that's your choice. You get to choose whether or not you pick to have sleep or be alone and then compromising your sleep. And that's a ripple effect of your health. And sometimes it's just a matter of readjusting how you're doing things. But here's what I did. I said, shows are always going to be there. TV is not the most important part of my life. Certainly not. I cannot function if I don't have enough sleep. And my body can't heal or function like it should if it doesn't have enough sleep. So you know what I did? I said a whole thing where an hour before I would go to bed, I'd turn my phone off. And I said, I don't need to see my phone an hour before I go to bed. And some nights I was in bed by 7.30 or 8 o'clock because that's when my kiddo went to bed and he was waking up every few hours and I just knew that. So in those first few hours that he was getting sleep, I was getting sleep as well. And guess what? The shows that I was watching, they're still there. I can watch those another time if I want to. I also just chose to watch less TV. I don't watch a lot of TV. So so you have to make a decision and you have to decide, what do I let rule over me that is compromising my health in the long run? Because everything has a ripple effect. If you decide, hey, I'm going to watch less TV and go to bed earlier so I can get more sleep and more restful sleep so that I can get up and feel better then that's you taking charge of your health and you're not allowing circumstances outside of that control you or allow you to um, not be in control of your health. So really, really think about that. Because you get to, you get to decide. Now, I'm not here to tell you that you can't watch any TV and that you can't watch any shows. But as with everything, there have to there has to be boundaries in place. You have to, when it comes to your health, you put boundaries in place for your kids all the time, right? Like you don't let your kids have candy every time they want to have candy or ice cream. We say no to them because there's boundaries in place. As adults... We have to put boundaries in place as well. What are your boundaries? What are you putting in place that are boundaries and parameters? Now, that's different than restrictions. There's a difference between restrictions and boundaries. Restrictions are things where you say, I can never have ever a cookie again. I can't ever have the ice cream. I will never eat beyond this time. Those are restrictions. I will never eat bread. That's a restriction. You don't want to go off of restrictions. You want to have boundaries in place. Everything in moderation, right? So what's your what's your boundary? Ask yourself what your boundary is. You have to put boundaries in place for people. You know, if you go to a party and you get pressured into... Oh, you should just eat the cake and the ice cream. Come on, have a little bit more to eat. And you get pressured. And if you don't have a boundary in place, you're going to allow someone else to tell you what you should and shouldn't eat. But if you have boundaries in place and you know yourself and you're in charge with your own health, you can say, no, thank you. I've had enough. 
or no, thank you. I don't want it. And not feel awkward and weird saying that, nor should the other person get offended because you are in charge of your own. You know, I've had conversations with people talking about, I feel guilted into eating the cake. And I say, why? Why do you feel guilted into eating the cake if you don't even want to eat the cake? Why are you allowing other people to tell you what you can, should, or should not be eating? You go to a party and there's cake. Let's say your mother or your sister's there and they're like, oh, you don't ever eat the cake. Um, you know, you're such a party pooper. You don't want to be part of the party. Same thing with drinking. If you're someone like, I really don't want to drink tonight. And you don't have boundaries in place. You're going to allow other people to tell you and encourage you and be like, you're not part, you're not the fun person. But if you have boundaries in place and you're in charge of your health and you're in charge of your decisions, you get to say no and not feel bad about it. It's not disrespectful. It's you being in charge and you knowing, hey, I don't want to feel sick. I know that that food is actually going to make me feel sick and I don't want to. I know if I have more than one drink, I'm going to feel sick tomorrow. So I'm going to have one and that's it. That's you having boundaries in place and that's you taking charge of your own health. And here's another thing that I tell my clients is they're not living in your body. They're not dealing with your health issues. Why are you letting them dictate and tell you what you should be eating? They're not you. You need to be in control and you need to have your voice and say no or yes when you want to and be okay with that. I'm not done with this subject because I have a really, really, uh, interesting story to tell you guys but unfortunately I have to go to my next break here so don't go anywhere because I'm going to continue to dive into this because when you're in charge of your health it doesn't matter what other people think or say you get to be in control and I want to teach you how to do that so don't go anywhere I'm your host Lizzie Ants on the I'm Not Fine show we'll be right back We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good, and that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central Time, 1 p.m. Mountain Time, and 12 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. 
Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you are enjoying this show, learning about how to take charge of your health and feel in control. We're not done yet. We still have a lot of ground to cover here. But I have a lot to share because I'm really, really passionate about this. I think that there are so many people that just want to feel in control and they want to know how to command back their health and know how to, to feel self-sufficient, know how to when someone, when a doctor says, hey, your labs are fine and you're like, but I'm not fine. And then they're saying, you're you're okay, everything's within range. And you're like, but why do I feel this way? And be being in that place of being able to say, I don't feel fine. There's still something wrong and I don't know what it is, but I need to find it out and fighting back. That is the big thing. But I'm not saying like go fight with a doctor, but like you need to fight for yourself. And that is part of being in charge as well. But one of the things that I want to point out here today is there's a whole other aspect of healing your body and losing weight and getting better sleep, more sleep, having more energy than just the food that we're eating and putting into our bodies and how little or how much you're eating and moving your body. There's so much more to that. And what do I mean by that? I'm talking about the thoughts in your head. I'm talking about the emotional and mental health. What are you telling yourself every single day? Are you beating yourself up because you're saying you're not good enough? Your body remembers that. Body holds on to emotions. I had a conversation with a client this morning, and, and I can speak on this because I went through this. I was a people pleaser. I like to make sure that everybody is happy, everything is good at my own expense, at the expense of my emotional health and my physical health. Because if you do that, you're going to have a ripple effect into your emotional health and your physical health because the body remembers, it keeps score. There's actually a really good book called The Body Keeps Score and it talks about that. It's amazing. When you're a people pleaser, <laughs> you don't have boundaries in place. You don't say no when you need to say no. You don't demand what you need and I'm not talking about you know being someone that is mean or the b word because you're just like I demand a b and c no it's like hey you have boundaries in place and you know you respect yourself enough to demand the how you need to be treated and what you need but I was on a call with a client this morning and I was this is what I was teaching her and what I was telling her because you know she was talking about being a people pleaser, well, I kind of picked that up. She's talking about how she she spoke her mind. Like she was in a meeting with other women, I think maybe a small group or something like that, and something came up and she spoke up. And she's like, I never really speak up. So 
So she spoke up, she spoke her voice and gave her opinion. But you know what she did after that? She went home and she beat herself up. And she's like, why did I say what I said? I shouldn't have said that. It was wrong of me to speak my voice and give my opinion. And she's, you know, it's it's a mental turmoil of like, why did I do what I did? What are they going to think about me? That's another thing that people pleasers do is they they need to know that another person likes them. And if they don't like them, they want to know why. And they probably are going to be upset if they don't like them or if they don't agree with them. That's just part of it. So I asked her this question. I said, did anybody else tell you that what you said was wrong and that you shouldn't have said that? And her answer was no, which I already knew that. She said no. And I said, so who's telling you that what you said was wrong and that you shouldn't have spoke your voice? She's like, me? I said, why? Why do you feel like what you speaking your mind and using your voice was wrong? She's like, I don't know. And I said, okay. So we like dove into that. And and I said, um, people need to hear what you have to say. And this is part of, of having healthy boundaries in place with other people. But I told her, I said, the first thing is that you need to do is why do you tell yourself that what you said was not important and that you shouldn't have voiced your opinion? That's the first thing. So you have to work through this and journal through this and question like, why, why did I, why do I feel like that? Because here's the thing, because she's beating herself up for saying the things that she did, even though nobody else spoke up and said that what she said was wrong, she's mentally in here beating herself up. The body will remember that. The body holds on to emotions. And so that is the other part of healing is if you are mentally and emotionally beating yourself up and you're holding on to those things and you're suppressing things down and you're shoving things down, the body cannot heal where it needs to heal if you keep doing that. I know this. I did this for years. And it wasn't until I started to demand my voice. I started to speak up. I got started to get out of my head and into the life that I needed to live. And I started to speak what I was actually thinking. And I started to put boundaries in place of how people were treating me. And only then did my body, physical body, actually start healing in the way that it needed to heal. I'll give you a quick story here. This was a hard lesson for me, but I, I got the lesson. Here's the thing. Your most important lessons are not when you're up here and you're at the at the peak of feeling good and feeling amazing and you feel like you're winning. Those are not your most important lessons. The most important lessons that you need to learn are the lessons in the valley, the lessons when it feels like things aren't going the way that I want them to go. Maybe things are quiet or maybe things are chaotic, but there's lessons in there. And that those are the lessons that you need to learn because it's uncomfortable. We learn 
and are forced to do things differently when things are uncomfortable. But you're not going to learn your most valuable lessons when you're at the peak. I had this guy that I that was putting on an event. It was a gala gala event, and it was like three thousand dollars to go to this gala event. And I was like, it was supposed to be this fall, and I really wanted to go because I thought, oh, this is a, this is an amazing opportunity. This sounds I've never been to a gala. I would love to go to a gala. So I paid three thousand dollars to go to this gala event, and I um he ended up canceling the event and was going to move it to a different date. Well, I told him that I cannot commit to the new date. And he had told me that there's no refunds. And so I told him that I cannot commit to the new date. I paid you $3,000 and I need my money back. And what he told me was, and I had paid in full. What he told me was, um, I can pay you back to $3,000, but I have to do it in $500 increments over the course of six months. And I went, but I paid you in full. What happened? Because the event ended up not happening. The people-pleasing part of me, the person that's like, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever, was like, sure, you can pay me over the course of six months. And then I realized that I allowed that to happen because he, if I would have said, no, I want my $3,000 back now and I don't want it in those six month increments because I paid it in $3,000 in full, I need you to pay me back in full. But I had, I had agreed and I said, yeah, sure. You can pay me over the course of six months. And then I had a conversation with a lady about it and I'm telling her about it. And she stopped me in the dead middle of this conversation. And she goes, Lizzie, the only reason that he's paying you over the course of six months, paying you that money back is because you're allowing him to do that. And I literally went, oh, shit, that is crazy. And that was, that was, uh, and I'm, it was one of those moments where I went, wow, I allowed this person to take advantage of me. And I thought I was just being a nice person. And so you know what I did? I used my voice. And I just messaged him back and I said, listen, I paid in full. And I need you to pay me back in full. And I, I demanded that. I, I demanded the respect and I, I demanded that he treated me with that level of respect as well. And I realized that it wasn't his fault. It was my fault because I didn't have any boundaries in place and I wasn't respecting myself enough to be like, no, I demand this. So that was an incredibly valuable lesson for me. And so the reason I'm sharing that story is because your emotional well-being and your mental well-being has everything to do with how well your physical body is healing. So if you are someone that is going through massive physical ailments, if you have autoimmune, if you have hormone issues, if you have thyroid issues, 
if you have gut issues, anxiety, depression, all of those things, you have to consider the emotional and the mental health as well. And I make this very, very clear to everybody that comes in and works with me. I'm like, listen, we're not only here to only talk about food and exercise and hormones. We're here to talk about emotional and mental well-being and health and healing as well. And that is part of our work. Are you willing to do that? Because if you are, then that means you have to go in here and you have to get personal with yourself. If you're not willing to get personal with yourself, the rest of your body can't follow. We are so willing and excited to get to know other people. We want to know what food they like, what they, what hobbies they have, what books they read, what music they listen to. We're so excited to get to know other people. But how excited are you to get to know yourself? And you are the most important person that you need to get to know. I have an exercise for you when we come back. Because this is something that scares some people, but it is very, very, very valuable and very, very important. If you want to go internal and get to know yourself better and get and really, really get to know you. And I just need you to remember this. You are the most valuable person and the most important person that you need to get to know. So don't go anywhere. We're going to come right back and finish this show strong because we're at the tail end of this. And I want to make sure that you get what you need. So stay tuned. I'm Lizzie Enns, your host on the I'm Not Fine show. We'll be right back. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good, and that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away, so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central Time, 1 p.m. Mountain Time, and 12 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Lizzie at UndietYourself.live. Now back to the program. That's right, you guys. If you want to work with me, you can grab the link in any of the show notes to my calendar, book a consultation with me. You solidify a spot on my calendar and let's get to work. Let's get you feeling better. Quick reminder, we are in November right now. And if you're listening to this in November, I want you to know one thing. You don't have to wait until January for a New Year's resolution or New Year's goal in order to get started on your health. You can feel good and you can get started on these things during the holidays. And a lot of people like to push things off throughout the holidays. But let me tell you something. How you end the year is how you start the year. So if you want to end the year strong and healthy and feeling self-sufficient and good and in control of your health, 
and vibrant and energized and sleeping well with good habits in place, you want to start now. Because how you end the year is what? How you begin the year. So while everybody else is backing off, giving up, and saying, I'll start when the new year happens, but are they really? And how long does it last? You get to get a head start and say, I'm not going to wait for everybody else because guess what? You're different. You're not going to do what everybody else is doing because if you do what everybody else is doing, you get lost in the crowd. So you got to step apart, step away and say, what can I do differently? How do I be different? You don't want to blend in. You want to do things differently because you need different results. So grab that link and book a call with me if this is something that you are looking for and needing. I have a very powerful exercise for you guys to do. If you want to get to really, really look into your soul and get to know you and be truthful and honest with you, here's what you're going to do. You're going to stand in front of a mirror and you're going to allow yourself. Now, this can be really, really uncomfortable for some people, but you have to do it. You're going to allow yourself to look yourself in the eyes, straight in the eyes, nowhere else. You blur everything, everything that's around you. You don't look at what your body looks like, what your skin looks like, nothing. You look in the eyes because so many times when we look in the mirror, we're looking at all the flaws on our bodies. How do we look? What What's standing out? What do we need to fix? But instead, this time you're going to look in the mirror, you're going to look yourself directly into the eyes and you're going to blur everything, everything else out and you allow yourself to stand there and just see you. You need to be able to see you. If you don't see you, you can't help other people. You can't be who you truly need to be. So you need to see you and you need to know you. And then you ask yourself this question, who am I? Who am I? While you're looking into your eyes, don't veer away. You, the first time that I did this, I was like, wow, I have never searched into my soul before. And I felt like I started bawling because I'm looking into my eyes and I'm going, do I even really know me? And most people don't. Most people have never taken that time to really get to know them. So you need to look into your eyes and then you ask yourself, who am I? What do I love? What do I love about me? Your job title is not that that you're a CEO. Your job title is not the fa- that doesn't define who you are. Your weight doesn't define who you are. Your title is not just that you're a mom or a dad. Who are you aside from the titles? What do you love? What do you enjoy? And lastly, who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? Are you living that life now? Are you being who you really want to be now? Or do you need to do some work? Do you need to get to know you? I asked this question the other day to some people. I said, are you daydreaming or are you day living? What do I mean by that? Daydreaming is you're just day to day dreaming about what your life could look like. Dreaming about how 
you know, in 10 years, you want to be here. But day living is that you are actively every day acting out on what you want your life to feel like, look like, and be like. That's day living. And it is really, really important that you think about that because so many people get stuck in that place of going on a day-to-day rat race of getting up, going to work, coming back home, having dinner, going out, going to sleep, and you don't even think about what your life is like because everything is on autopilot, right? So are you daydreaming or are you day living? And I want to encourage you to really, really ask yourself the hard questions. Because unless you ask yourself the hard questions, you can't really get to know yourself really, really well. Start being very intentional with the things that you are doing, the things that you are thinking, and the things that you are saying. There's actually a really, really good good book called, I read this years and years ago. It's a, a book called The Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Meyer. And it transformed me in the way that I thought about things. And I realized for the first time when I read that book that I actually have the ability to recognize my thoughts and change my thought patterns. The first time. I didn't realize I had that ability. And, you know, if someone says, oh, it's just the way I am, that's how I do things. No, no, no. That means you're settling for who you are now and you're not aspiring and actively working on changing that. And the same goes for your habits. If you're like, oh, this is just what I do and this is who I am and I don't, I, I, I can't do anything different. That's false. Like you can, we all have the ability to do that, but we have to decide. We have to decide that we're not willing to settle. We have to decide that we're not willing to live in a comfort zone because we only live in a comfort zone. We can't grow. Remember, you don't grow in the comfort zone. You grow when things are difficult and your most important lessons are when things are difficult. And nobody wants that, right? Nobody wants to be in a place of, Man, I just want difficulty in my life. We don't ask for that. But if you can embrace the fact that that is where you learn things and that and the discomfort is where you learn things, then man, you are unstoppable. Here's what I want you to know before we end the show here today. You are very, very important. And the people in your life are very, very important. But until you get to know you and you really get to know you, and you actively make changes to go there, not going to happen. Thank you for listening to the I'm Not Fine show. Lizzie Ends returns Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, have the best week of your life by making choices that take you from feeling fine to feeling amazing.